It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you guys here. It is Tuesday, July 23rd. It is the day before players report. But little after this time tomorrow, or depending when you're listening to the podcast, but at some point Wednesday, the entire Carolina Panthers roster will be in Spartanburg, South Carolina at Wofford College getting ready for the first practice of training camp on Thursday. I'm excited, and I hope you guys are too. It's just exciting to know that football is right around the corner. I mean, we've got a live – we'll have an actual preseason game one week from Thursday with the Hall of Fame game between the Broncos and the Falcons, who, of course, are both well into their – training camp schedule at this point but just to know that teams are getting on the field and getting ready for the season we actually have actual football to soon talk about just just warms my heart it's what i love to do and i love chatting with you guys but here we are two days away panthers getting ready and before we wrap up our uh, positional previews with defensive backs want to touch quick on a bit of news that happened monday or at least a workout, you know, not like a signing or anything, but an interesting look, or a potential look, at a another quarterback that could be joining the party at training camp. And it's uh, he was actually one of the better players in the Alliance, actually. It's a former quarterback from the Alliance, if you guys remember that, of course, the short-lived uh, league back in the spring. Luis Perez, the quarterback of the Birmingham Iron, actually worked out for the Panthers on Monday. Again, you know, no uh, no agreement, at least, well, a little backstory. I'm, I recorded this uh, on Monday afternoon, so there's a chance Monday night it, it could happen. But the to- at the time I'm recording this Monday afternoon, uh, there, there was. It, it's all just a, a workout for the Panthers. But Luis Perez, the former quarterback of the Iron, working out for the Panthers, uh, just wrote a quick piece on him for Panthers Wire. Uh, just you know, a couple stats. Uh, he, of course, was one of the better quarterbacks, actually, especially early in the season. I, I remember watching and uh, following on Twitter, and there being a, a lot of love for Perez, and a lot of people. I, I'm I noticed some people really feel really feel strongly about the possibility that Perez could make his way onto an NFL roster uh, this season. Uh, he ended up throwing for 1,460 yards uh, this this past season in the in the Alliance. Of course, the only season he played in eight games, started seven of them. Uh, so 1,460 yards, only completed about 52% of his passes. And actually threw more interceptions than he did touchdowns. He threw five touchdowns against six interceptions. So obviously not the greatest 
touchdown to interception ratio. But um, overall, he wasn't too bad. And he, of course, has, has spent time in the NFL, at least has some preseason playing experience. Uh, he, he actually came into the league in 2018 as a member of the Los Angeles Rams. He was undrafted in 2018 out of Texas A&M Commerce. And then signed, signed as a free agent. Played in the final preseason game for the Rams uh, against the Saints this this past season. Played the entire second half, went 8-15 of 15 for 43 yards and an interception. The Rams ended up losing that game 28-0. Uh, he eventually was part of final cuts for the Rams, but eventually signed with the practice squad but then was released about two and a half weeks later. He then signed with the San Antonio Commanders in the Alliance, but then they got to that draft, and he was actually drafted by the Birmingham Iron. Because remember, the, the, a the Alliance had that unique quarterback draft uh, back, back in November where teams were able to either keep their quote-unquote geographic quarterback. That's essentially why he signed with the Commanders, because San Antonio geographically made sense for Perez, of course, coming from Texas A&M Commerce, although he was born in San Diego. But he was eventually drafted by the Birmingham Iron and played in his first game for the Iron, February 10, 2019, against the Memphis Express. That, of course, is the team that was supposed to be led by Christian Hackenberg. And then eventually Johnny Manziel joined the fray there as well. Uh, Perez was 19 of 33 for 252 yards in that game, leading Birmingham to a 26-0 victory. He then signed with the Eagles in April after the AAF, of course, suddenly shut down and spent a year on the Eagles roster before he was waived in the middle of May. So now he's trying to work his way back to an NFL roster, and it, ve it may very well come with the Panthers. We'll see. But um, obviously, a lot of names already in the quarterback room. Uh, so Perez would, of course, be the fifth quarterback in the room should they decide to bring him on. So we'll, we'll keep an eye out on that. But that's kind of the... The quick news, unfortunately, no, I still haven't gotten a chance to uh, to check out All or Nothing. Maybe I'll find like a uh, a stream or something instead of giving money to Amazon just for just for a stream. So maybe I'll look for on Daily Motion or something like that. I don't know. But uh, before we this lockdown podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and 
free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Before we finish up the positional previews, take a minute, of quick course, to shout out bluechew.com, where, of course, they give you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So they are, they are there to help you when you are ready to go, when you want that extra confidence, want that extra boost in bed, want to go for round two, so to speak. Uh, you can, of course, take them anytime, day or night, and even on a full stomach. And they're chewable, which means they work twice as fast, so you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. So if you can benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the per- or is the fast and easy way to enhance your experience and your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person doctor's visit, no more waiting in the pharmacy, and no more awkwardness. They're made here in the USA, and since they prepare and ship direct, they are much cheaper than a pharmacy. So, all you got to do right now, you want to try your first shipment for free? Well, just go to bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you get your first shipment for free. All you got to do is pay $5 in shipping. So, again, bluechew.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Free shipment, just pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster version, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So let's wrap up our positional previews. We've talked about basically every player on the roster now going into training camp, except for defensive backs. And without question, this group is probably one of the biggest questions or or creates a lot of questions, a lot, lot of intrigue, but a lot of uh, uncertainty throughout, although, you know, there is some stability, of course, at a couple positions, namely Eric Reed at strong safety and Dante Jackson at one of the cornerback positions. The questions, of course, come from, can James Bradbury get back to form? He had kind of an up and down season in 2018. Can he improve? Can, can he get a step back? Or will one of these other cornerbacks kind of give him a run for his money? Ross Cockrell is back and healthy after missing... Missing last season with injury, uh, Kevon Seymour still in the mix. Corn Elder is a guy I'm still. I've, I've talked about Corn Elder a lot. I still have some hopes for him. Uh, you have to wonder if maybe they would put him at the nickel position, especially now that uh, Captain Munnerlin is no longer with the team. So maybe Corn Elder will get more of those nickel looks. 
because I, I think he could play pretty well on the inside. But those guys are still in the mix. Cole Luke is still in the mix. And then you've got guys like Josh Thornton, Javin Elliott, and last year's uh, spring hero, as it were, Lorenzo Doss. I just remember all the hoopla with OTAs of last season surrounded Lorenzo Doss and his great play. And then the pads came on and things just didn't really pan out for Doss. But he's still around. Uh, so co- the cornerback position, you know, it's, it's Dante Jackson. And then you expect James Bradbury is going to be there as the opposite starter. But again, I think there's, there's some questions with him. I think he's got to step up, you know, I don't, I don't see why there would be a reason to just hand him a starting spot. I think uh, Ross Cockrell can do enough to compete with Bradbury and maybe take that spot away from him. Seymour is in play as well. So there, there has to be competition. I, I would like to see some competition there to try to improve everybody, especially, especially since that was one of the biggest questions last year and going into this year. So I, you really need, you really want to see Bradbury, especially going to, into his fourth year, you really want to see him kind of get that fire under him and really step up after a shaky 2018. On the safety position, like I said, Eric Reed, he's he's the gold standard right now on this team. He's he's the leader of this defense, or one of the leaders on this defense. I mean, you saw you saw the team just improve dramatically from the moment Eric Reed took the field around week four, week five, uh, whichever week it was, I forget exactly. But Reed is the uh, Reed is the guy there. The question becomes, who's going to join him in the secondary? The favorite right now, I would imagine, is Rashawn Galden. Uh, Galden, of course, got some playing time after you know some injuries at the position last year, so it put uh, it put Rashawn Galden in there, and he didn't do too bad. But I, um, you know, there's still some questions with him. Can he? Can he handle the NFL level, especially at the safety position? But uh, right now he feels like a decent complement to Eric Reed, and just having that veteran leadership in Reed next to him has to at least give Galden some uh, some confidence. And the fact that he's likely going in as the starter, meaning he's going to get a lot more reps in training camp, whereas last year, of course, you're coming in as a rookie. You're not really set at the starting spot. You're being mixed around in a couple positions, you know, between safety, uh, nickel, outside. Now, you know, you could still move him around. They, they might try him at nickel a little bit as well. But him likely being the starting free safety, or at least the projected starting free safety, means he's going to get those extra reps and he should be able to, to build that confidence. So I wouldn't totally write off Galden just yet. Let's see how he performs in training camp and in the preseason and see how we feel about him going into the regular season. Uh, Colin Jones is still in the mix. We know he's a solid backup safety. He gives you strong special teams value. Uh, Quinn Blanding, the former Virginia kid, he's now in the mix. Damian Parms is still around. And then uh, Kay Nakua and Corian Ballard, Ballard being the one of the undrafted free agents that the Panthers brought in at the safety safety position. So a lot of bodies here, 
But ultimately, you're probably looking at Reed, Galden, Jones, and maybe either Blanding or Parms, depending on how many safeties. Likely, they're only going to keep two safeties. But again, to me, the biggest questions are, can Bradbury get back to his old form and hold off some of these other challengers? And can Rashawn Galden kind of step up from where he was a year ago? You know, you saw you saw some flashes, but not very consistent uh, on the field last season. I'd like to see him be a little more consistent and be a little more confident in himself, especially at the safety position, especially if he's going to f- play free safety. Although the Panthers, you know, with a guy like Eric Reed, you're able to kind of be a little more versatile, a little more flexible with the way they'll use these two safeties rather than just, okay, Eric Reed's your strong safety. Rashawn Golden's your free. So Eric Reed is strictly going to be your in-the-box guy. Rashawn Golden's going to be your your deep safety. You can kind of mix and match that. You know, so they're they're just at least not like I said, I use our lads when I look at these rosters. Reed's list is a strong safety. Golden's the free safety, but it feels like they're just those in name alone, you know, and it's, it's like a lot of teams. The the two position names um, are just that in names alone because a lot of teams like their safeties to be more versatile, be more flexible, have the abilities to essentially play both positions, you know, have the ability to be in the box and play against the run and be able to play deep coverage. And I think Eric Reed gives you a lot of that. So if Rashawn Golden can step up, I think that's going to be able to kind of uh, – give the Panthers more confidence and like I said, a little more flexibility in how they utilize those two and how they use their, their quarterbacks as well, really, because it's all kind of, you know, one unit as you guys know. So um, definitely a position group to be excited about, but definitely position group to uh, be cautious about as well. Or I should say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't really want to say positively cautious, but I, you guys kind of get, kind of get you know where I'm going with that uh, in terms of um, you know we'll we'll just uh, te- I guess we'll say we'll temper expectations. You know you want to be excited, but we're not gonna go overboard. That uh, you know if it's it's a disappointment, you know it's not like we were saying these guys are four all stars. You know we're we're we're, we're kind of being realistic here with this group and where we kind of expect them to be throughout the season. And that effectively looks through the entire roster. We'll, we could talk real quick about the specialists, too. Like I said, there's not much really to talk about the specialists. Michael Pilardi's back at punter. Graham Gano at kicker. J.J. Jansen at long snapper. Uh, we could be looking at guys like... Uh, Maybe DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, if they get spots or if they get reps at returner. Uh, like we talked about with the receivers, though, keep an eye on Rashad Ross as well at one of those returner spots. He brings some of that experience with him from his time in the Alliance. So a guy like Ross, if he's going to crack this roster, it's likely going to be if he can take one of those return jobs. Because, uh, you know, we, we've seen. A lot of teams try to shy away from using st- their top receivers as their returners. So while Moore or Samuel at least may be listed as one of the, the top guys as returners, 
how much are they, are they going to stay there with how uh, how utilized they're expected to be this year in the offense, especially uh, a guy like DJ Moore. But overall, now that we've talked about the roster, overall, there's talent here. And I, and I think this is a team that can probably win some games. Um, they just need to be more consistent. We talked on the last show about the USA Today predictions and how they have the Panthers at 8-8. Eight and eight. I still feel like if this talent can come together, if this offense can be as explosive as we kind of expect them to be, they can probably get to nine wins, maybe ten wins, and be there in the mix for one of those wild card spots. We constantly go back to the health of Cam Newton and how important that's going to be. And then this defense, now that we've talked about them, they are, you know, it, it, it's a big opportunity for them as well, especially, especially the new look front seven. They've got to be able to get after the quarterback. And then the secondary, you know, if they're able to answer a lot of these questions that we have, especially with Golden and Bradbury or whoever that second quarterback is, if they can step up, this team is going to sneak up on people, you know, because, again, not a lot of people are talking about them after what was a pretty good disappointment in 2018. And, of course, you know, all the talk is on the Saints and the Rams and the Eagles, uh, the Bears. You know, you could maybe throw the Vikings in there, the Seahawks, even the 49ers, who USA Today is picking to win the West. But no one's really talking about the Panthers, so this is an opportunity for them to really start to sneak up on people and kind of take back their spot as uh, as one of the top teams in the NFC. And again, they could start that off right away with a bang when they play the Rams in week one. And that, that could be a, uh, they could send a huge message if they're able to take that opener against LA, against the defending NFC champions. But you know, a lot, lot to discuss here. A lot, and uh, you know, a lot of practices to get through. And we'll, we'll be here to keep track of it all as best we can. So, this is it. This is basically the, the last episode where the players are not at Wofford. By, by the end of the day Wednesday, the players will be locked and loaded, ready to go, and it'll be. Full go, first practice on Thursday. So keep it locked here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. As always, follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Check out Himalaya for the podcast or wherever you get your streaming services. We're all over the place. And until next time, keep it locked here, as I said, on LOP. Appreciate you guys listening. And we'll see you next time right here on Locked On Panthers. Until then, take care, my friends. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.